0: Hello, and welcome to the Thoughtful Realtor Podcast. I'm Cliff Sang. And I'm Kenny Gong,
1: And I'm Connie Chung.
0: And we're the founders and partners of Willamar Real Estate. This is a show for those interested and invested in the world of residential real estate. Every episode, we sit down for insights, stories, and conversations about all things in the real estate market today, running a real estate team in California, and finding our way as leaders and business partners. Today's episode we're talking about our past selves Ooh. we're diving into the topic of what would you say to yourself or your younger self and what advice and tutelage and guidance would you give to that younger cliff or younger kenny or younger connie what would you say to that person if they appeared in front of you today
1: let's start with you kenny what was young kenny like
2: Young Kenny was, <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I would tell my younger self to, to allow yourself to dream and mm-hmm. allow yourself to try new things and allow yourself just to do things that felt joyous and different and new and even if it mm-hmm. felt challenging, to just go ahead and try. And I think that was because I felt so much insecurity when I was younger about mm-hmm. failing and there wasn't as much conversation about failing fast and like, you got to fail. Like that just wasn't as prevalent as it was, as it is now. And mm-hmm. so I wish it was because I think it's totally true. Failing fast and failing as many times as you can is a really, really good thing. And I would try, yeah, I would try new do things. And I loved, so there were moments that I feel very proud of myself as a younger person because In hindsight or at the time? In hindsight. In hindsight, because I did dream and I did try new things. So I had always grown up wanting to be somehow involved in food. I loved cooking shows. I spent all of my Saturday nights or Saturday mornings watching cooking shows on PBS. And and I always just wanted to be around food. And it wasn't until I was in my mid-20s when I just said, I'm just going to do it. And so... I became a baker and it started out at a pie shop. I would roll so, so, so much dough and I would make these huge balls of, of dough. I mean, like they were, how big are like, we talking about? We're talking about like 25 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Is a shout out to three babes too? Shout out to three babes and shout out to Andy town. I was on their baking production team for, for a few months and And even though it didn't work out and I was only doing it for a few months, it really became a pivotal moment in my life. And it it, it demonstrated that there can be so much joy in just giving yourself permission to dream and try new things. And so I would say to my younger self, do that more. Mm -hmm. And it'll be okay if you try new things and it doesn't work out. That's Mm -hmm. totally fine. Just try it and then you'll know
0: i love that yeah Mm -hmm. it's funny because the the it's cliche but it's just so true and i also sometimes think maybe in in this conversation it's funny because i think some of the things that we're going to share to our younger selves when we're maybe in our 20s or earlier it's still applicable like it'll be applicable to our current selves because we are a younger version of our future (laughs) selves. kind of crazy to think about cliff what about you I, I was really excited for this episode because I knew that we would all have very different perspectives and different snippets to share and yeah. really, really just good insights to, to, to share as well. So mine, one one of them was to work hard and really hard yeah. and and to not be afraid to work. And I guess where, I, where that comes from for me is I know that there's a lot of talk about work-life balance. A- and for me, I think in my 20s, I didn't really know what I wanted. And I think if you think that work and career gives folks joy and meaning in lives, I I think a large part of that can only be found by trying things and and, and working really hard. And I think when I look back at my 20s, I feel like I worked hard and I don't really have any, you know, not many regrets about that. And I think if I could go back to my years, I would, would, because I think at the time I had questions of am I working too hard? What is this all for? and in hindsight it's like i it, there was a meaning for all mm-hmm. that and i am glad that i, I worked hard and it kind of laid the foundation for future self i guess present day mm-hmm. cliff so so that's that, that's one thing that i would share what about you con
1: similarly in the lines of working hard dreaming big first thought came to mind was okay i'm i think i'm talking to my nine-year-old self nine ten-year-old self and i would say to fail as much as you can and that part that failure is part of the process and the success and this came to mind because i was trying to teach mia recently to roller skate and the first thing i said to her was because she was so afraid of falling and very hesitant and I said, No, you you wanna fall. Fall as much as you can. And plus she was she had all the gear of all her pat knee pads, shoulder pads, <laughs> all these you know, all these pads. Not shoulder head pads, but she might as well have. And I and yeah, I thought, Wow, as a kid, you you're so afraid of falling, but no, it's because the more times you fall, you get back up and that's what teaches you to be brave yeah. and to not that it's not going to be so bad because you'll just keep getting up you'll learn to have grit and to persevere and just to keep on going and i know as a kid and even to this day i think i associate so much of okay well, i don't want to do it unless it's going to be perfect but no you you gotta mess up you gotta fail and you'll just get right back up and the more you do it as a kid I'm, i hope that it becomes second nature to know it's okay to try new things as because I might not get it right the first time and it's okay. And so another part of that kind of fail as much as you can to normalize the failure, because I think for me, I associate a lot of failure with, okay, what are people going to think of me? But if, if my younger self knew, you know, that's normal. Who cares what other people think? Then I would hope that what other people think, matters less Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and also failing it gets hard i i does it get harder to fail as an adult like the older we get it feels like it's because the stakes the
1: stakes are higher higher Mm -hmm. stakes Mm -hmm.
2: are higher and it also feels like you're the older that you get like the you're not supposed to fail right like there's this Ah. thing of like you're supposed to know how to older, do things.
0: Older, wiser. You yeah. Know things. yeah,
1: you're yeah. younger. You break a bone. That gro- bone will grow back. When you're older, you break something. Who knows Who if knows? it's going to come back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that's also the wonderful thing about so many of these fails or f- so many of these trying new things that aren't necessarily, they could be physical, but they. there are a lot of times they're just mental, right? Like how do you try things that, try things out emotionally that, whether it's in your relationships, whether it's in how you show up for the world. It's all, those are all things that I think are also really, really
0: important to try out, to Mm -hmm. to work your way through. The thing that I, with failure, the thing that I have a hard time wrapping my head around is it's interesting because when you observe someone else fail or try hard and, and and not succeed, I I typically, you know, associate really positive words with that person, perseverance, grit, you know, you have a lot of admiration for it, but it's ironic that when it's for yourself, you're super self-conscious, yeah. and it's hard to break through that. Yeah. Even when the when it's turned around, yeah. yes, you actually appreciate seeing that in other people. Yeah. It's such a weird mind oh, it's so paradox, or it's just yeah. so confusing how the mind works like that. I'm sure there's like a evolutionary reason for that, or yeah. you know. It's, it, but it's it's just it's just weird to to think through.
2: Yeah, like we put ourselves down for failing, but others, but others, yeah, them up. yeah, yeah, that's so true.
1: There's that saying of treat yourself how you would treat your friend and yeah if you if your friend told you a story of oh i did this i messed up and you're like well at least you gave it a try yeah it's, that's so it's true. hard to give us ourselves that grace sometimes yeah
0: any other tips that we want to go around and share
1: yeah Con, sounds like you have Cliff.
0: one <laughs> Is- <laughs> all right Here's my next one. So yeah, I, I, I guess, yeah, maybe more practical advice coming from me. I, 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 if I could go back in time, you know, to my younger self, and these are words that I wish I heed from, you know, my, my grandmother, you know, my parents had always kind of nudged me, kind of elbowed me and said, hey, you should be thinking about this more, which is to invest early. <laughs> oh,
1: surprise no. surprise that I'd be yeah. talking a little bit about investing oh, on this podcast <laughs>
0: but the the fun okay pop quiz maybe for the audience and also for for Connie and Kenny I, I always love talking about this example which is if you had a penny on day one and it doubled every single day by day 30 how much would it be worth so day one one penny day two it's two cents day three it's four cents day four Four, it's you know eight cents yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. until you get to day thirty. Any thoughts I just on know
1: that's it? compounding? Is it thirty dollars?
0: No. okay thirty dollars. I think it's like seven hundred dollars. Oh. Seven hundred. Okay, <laughs> the answer. It is really shocking. On day thirty, it's five million dollars. Uh, what? What? It's it's Wait, it's astonishing. And, oh. Yeah, on day thirty. Because it just keeps compounding, and mm. and really oh, yeah. the 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 moral of it is kind of like the human brain can't fathom mm-hmm. compounding. Mm-hmm. It is just like our brains can't even calculate it. And the funny thing about that is when you look at a grid, it's like you really only start to see some really large sums of money until like day twenty eight. Oh, that's right. Twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If yeah. if a month only had twenty days, it'd be like oh, that's not that that's not that much. I think it'd be like five thousand dollars. Yeah. 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 And then the other thing that people always share is like Warren Buffett. You know, he's like considered the greatest investor of all time, one of the richest men. It's 90% of his wealth was generated after he turned 65. Mm. So, like, if he retired when he was 65, like most people do, maybe, probably there's a chance that Warren Buffett wouldn't be a household name. We wouldn't even know who this person is. So, a long way of saying, if I could go back in time, I would just I wish I had known of these mm. stories and I actually didn't really think about it. But even putting socking away a little bit in your 20s can yeah. can really make a big difference. And and you know, you don't need to adjust your lifestyle dramatically, but just having that mindset of how can I invest and put away a little bit more. It was just not on my radar, yeah. you know, 10, 15 years ago. 10, 15 <laughs> years of lost investment. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so, I think that that to me is similar in the way that the, the, tiny, the tiny steps that you make along the way can have big impact. and Whether it's investing or in getting a project done, every single thing that needs every, Any single th- goal that we have or any single project that we have can be accomplished by moving the needle one tiny fraction, incremental step after another. And I think that's the biggest lesson because it it reminds me that things don't happen necessarily in life through huge action or huge steps. A lot of times it, you know, sometimes it does require a leap of faith, like an initial leap of faith, but moving towards actually creating something bigger, more impactful, more significant is often through tiny, tiny little steps. Hmm. And, There was a very random, very, very random example that I have, which was at the beginning of 2022, I had a goal of organizing all of my papers. So, you know, as business owners, as real estate agents, we deal with a lot of paper, especially once you're starting a company, there's just a lot of documentation about everything. There's statements of everything and forms that you have to fill. And I've been so bad that I've been putting everything into a cardboard box for 2022 that is labeled papers. (laughs) Not even 2022. (laughs) Just papers. (laughs) That's all it says. (laughs) Papers. And my goal at the beginning of 2022 was to organize all those papers. And it felt like the, the more time past the more papers went into this giant heap of a of of a pile and it became so overwhelming that i had no clue what to do with it like i just i was it was so daunting but this past winter when we had a little bit of time i just said to myself like just take out one piece of paper and figure out what to do with it Mm. And then take out another piece of paper and figure out what to do with it. And and so we had a we had a break. I got some file folders and I just started taking taking each single piece of paper and dealing with that one single piece of paper at a time and figuring out where it needs to go. And then organizing it. And kind of then categories started to shape and an organization system started to form. And it's still not fully, you know, there it's still not fully organized but it's much more organized than it was and it just required me to literally take out Mm -hmm. a single paper piece of paper at a time and now I do not have a cardboard box (laughs) it's cleared (laughs) it's cleared and of course because in my head it was this gargantuan task but when I started to take it you know piece by piece paper by paper I mean I organized that thing in like a day, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> two days, whatever it was. But just that mentality shift of like, it's not a, this overwhelming thing. You could just do things step by step was really impactful. So <laughs> these are lessons that I'm learning in real time.
0: <laughs> when you pause there, I wasn't sure where you're going with it. A, a day is quick or two days yeah, quick. I yeah, thought you were yeah. going to be like, I organized it in. A month or Oh, so no, no, no. It was fast. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I bet even just telling yourself, okay, I'm just going to do one piece of paper, but that you're doing that one spirals into, okay, well, I might as yeah. well do the next three. Yeah. Four, five, and exactly. Then, and then yeah. you're halfway through.
2: Yep. 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 Mm. Connie?
1: Another thought I would tell my younger self is, Everyone is just as insecure as you are and has their own SHIT that they're dealing with, especially when it comes to family or that there are just family dynamics that everyone is navigating. I remember growing up, I come from a big family. There's six kids and just always thinking my family was crazy (laughs) but and not talking about it and it wasn't until i got older maybe college that i shared more about my family dynamics to to friends and and realized wow okay everyone has some you know relative that is a little off or drama and that that's also normal but it growing up it was not normalized i thought i had to be this perfect person from a perfect family and so now yeah my younger self i would say it's okay to talk about it everyone has a dysfunctional family i love that's why the 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 dysfunctional family shows today are so great because i don't think we had that growing up Mm. and it just normalizes everything and knows and it's a reminder that Everyone is dealing with their own thing in their head, and that's normal. I think what helps is talking about it, sharing with others to know you're not alone, and same with family dynamics. And, yeah.
2: I, everyone's got insecurities. Everyone's got an insecurity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so once you acknowledge and accept that, you can move on with your life and, and do the thing you want to do or talk to the person you want to talk to or, yeah, show up however you want to show up that, yeah, puts away that mental weight that you're carrying. You can let it go. You can let it go. Yeah. Any others? Cliff? Oh, Cliff? you want to share one last oh, one? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: I have one last one. Actually, maybe I'll t- t- share two quick ones because I had an yeah. adjustment. So one, I, I, I recently heard this, which I thought was kind of insightful. It's if you're rushing to somewhere, it implies that you think you're not going to get there on time because otherwise you wouldn't oh. be rushing. And I was like, I think that's true. I need to think about this a little bit more, but I think that makes sense because rushing, the act of rushing... Shout out to Jason Drees, <laughs> who, who who mentioned this. And so that's one. I think I feel like in my 20s, and still to this day, I feel like I'm rushing to get to a destination. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes from a place yeah. of insecurity, of thinking I need to get there faster because, and I don't know what that mm-hmm. because is, but it definitely prevents me from being more present, You know, st- you know, st- cliche, stopping to smell the roses and all of mm-hmm. that. But there's an element of rush in my mm-hmm. life that I'm trying to, quell
1: oh i can Um, relate to that do you is it a reminder to enjoy the journey in addition to the destination for you yeah
0: yeah that's all wrapped up into it as well so and then the second one is just the tony robbins quote that i that that i've tried to really take to to heart over the last couple years which is proximity is power you know you hear him say that a lot proximity is power the people that you surround yourself with the energy that you surround yourself with, that being close mentally, physically close to most mostly people of what you're trying to achieve will will help you get there. You know, there's kind of the joke, the adage of like, hey, if you want to get a six pack, if that's your goal, well the best way is to hang out with five people with a six pack. Or hey, yeah. if you're trying to lose ten pounds or whatever the goal is, if you want to, you know, do XYZ, hang out around to five people who are doing that. And slowly their their habits will kind of ingrain into how you act in your daily life Mm. and so that's something that i'm trying to take to heart and i wish i knew in my 20s because i don't think i thought about it in that sense i always thought hey i need to on my own willpower through xyz and get there on my own versus think how can i actually have a group that supports me for what whatever whatever endeavor it is in, in your life it's interesting
2: to think about how surrounding yourself with people who are doing the things that you want to do normalizes those behaviors yes right Yeah, And that's the most important part, because if you're doing something that feels different or contrary to the people around you, it's inherently going to feel a little bit more uncomfortable and even more like it's you're going to feel less motivation to stick with it because it feels so yeah, different than what everyone else around you is doing. Mm-hmm. But you have, if you have people that are doing all of that same thing or like building all of those same habits or have established already those
0: same habits, then you'll feel weird if, it, if you're not doing it. Exactly. This, right? so then you'll, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a yeah. good point.
1: Yeah, I love that. I would add to that because it's a good reminder for myself. So many of these tips are good practice for, for today's living. Yeah. But yeah, I would say to, and to feel qualified to be in that group or to feel worthy because yeah. so many times i will get emails asking for help or you know to chat and i'm always like oh of course you know willing to share my knowledge but then i'm scared to ask you know people i aspire to be like or learn from because i'll think that oh they're too good for me so
2: yeah i think the the corollary or the 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 other additional layer is I feel like there's a quote that's like, if you're the smartest person in the room, go to a different room. (laughs) And I think that that also really plays well with this, right? Because what you're also trying to do is reach beyond where you currently are. Yeah, And so it's, it's almost like, yeah, the, the average, you are the average of the five people around you, so yeah. similar yeah, yeah, to the yeah, proximity yeah. is power. And so it's almost like, yeah, you want to make sure that there's always someone who's doing mm-hmm. better than you or has, is more skillful than you are. And then, and then also people who are less skillful than you are mm-hmm. that you can help kind of bring up as well and making sure that, yeah, that, that really, really drives how you show up for, pe- for, for life and how you surround yourself with certain kind of people.
1: Yeah. Oh, such great lessons. I'm taking note.
2: Ooh, I have one that is let go. In addition to letting go, it's, it's moving on as quickly as possible mm. because I think I have spent so much of my life overthinking mm. and spiraling and worrying And it has prevented me from moving forward and Mm -hmm. doing things that I want to do because I was just thinking about things so much Mm -hmm. worrying. I just worried so, so, so much and worrying takes time. Worrying takes energy.
1: Energy. Yep.
2: Yeah. And, and I think that that's something that I would really, really say is as much as you can move on as quickly
1: Mm -hmm. as possible
2: (laughs) in so many ways. Yeah.
1: That's a great one. All such great tips.
0: Do you want to to close
1: it out? Sure. And that's it for this
0: episode of The Thoughtful Realtor. You can find us on Instagram at willomar__ or willomar.com. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. We really do read each of your comments. So please share the love. Share with friends, family, anyone who, who might enjoy this episode. And we'd love to also hear your comments on what are some of your tips or guidance that you'd give to your younger self. Feel free to comment below and, and, and let's, let's keep this dialogue going for, for the Thoughtful Realtor Podcast. I'm Cliff Sang. I'm Kenny Gong.
1: And I'm Connie Chung. Until until next time. Until next time. Bye Bye Bye.